honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Wigan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Timberwolves Explosion is also on the Basketball Podcast Network. Last week, I predicted the Minnesota Timberwolves would go 3-1, and one, and guess what? They did. Okay, so I got the two Dallas games mixed up, but hey, the Wolves split with Dallas, and they beat OKC, and they beat the uh, Chicago Bulls, so pretty cool, pretty nice feeling. Yeah, we played OKC again. This game we actually won, barely. <laughs> Crushed Chicago, beat Dallas, and saw people get ejected, and then, you know, so a nice, impressive back-to-back win versus Dallas. I guess we didn't have to use a whole lot of energy versus the Bulls, even though 150 points, I'm sure, would take up some energy still, so a franchise record in scoring points. For the Timberwolves, pretty much uh, yep, and in regulation, uh, NBA season high, all that kind of cool stuff. Crazy situation there, and the Wolves ended up losing the uh, Wednesday game to Dallas. You kind of figured we weren't going to sweep them. It just kind of is what it is. That's the fun of those kind of series. And then you have three games to preview. The Boston Celtics tonight. Miami Heat on Monday. That's at Miami. These are all road games, I guess. So, yep, so the three-game homestand is over. At Boston, at Miami, at New Orleans, not going to be easy at all. Not at all. No, these will not be easy. The Wolves could go 1-2, and 2-1. Two, two and one. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it's not 0-3. for 3. I would hope and pray not, but uh, we'll see. I think there's at least one win in this group, and we'll see from there. We'll talk about that in the second segment. We got to see Ant emerge in a big way once again. Of course, again, no Carl Anthony Towns, and you'd see no Rudy Gobert for a few games as well. He'd return for the game we magically lose, which is kind of sad and true. Last Friday was, uh, again, yep, <laughs> last Friday was the beginning for some people's uh, Christmas break. That must have felt amazing. <laughs> so for some people, anyway, when you have time off and you use it a little bit. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves win by only one because SGA, again, another huge game like like last time around. 35 this time around. Last time he had 37. So, <laughs> okay, the Wolves end up winning by only two. Austin Rivers stepping up in a big way. As a starting point guard, I guess you could say for the Timberwolves, even though Anthony Edwards has been more of the point guard, the playmaker, he's been playing more of a leadership role in terms of on the court, off the court, uh, positional style, I don't know, kind of that Scottie Pippen, LeBron James, James Harden, you know, even Jordan at times when they bring the ball up. So all those kind of cool things where uh, Anthony Edwards also took care of the ball pretty well as well. Only two turnovers. He's been getting better about it. Even a year ago, he thought, no, that's not my position. Blah, 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 that's not my kind of, that's not my cup of tea, where now he's loving it. He said, yeah, I really love it, I really enjoy it, and he's having a lot of fun being that kind of lead guard, you could say, without being the without being necessarily a full-on point guard, but like a lead guard. It kind of like sometimes you have point forwards, again, like Scottie Pippen in the past, Kobe kind of would play that lead role at times, obviously, um, who's a... Uh, Kobe was mostly a shooting guard. Obviously, Michael was mostly a shooting guard. But they could kind of play the uh, uh, three uh, the three as well at times. But, you know, again, you could say the name after name after name. Luka Doncic, um, James Harden, LeBron James, so on and so forth. And Anthony Edwards has taken on that role, and he's enjoying it, and he's playing really well. So, very exciting. Anthony Edwards only mustered 19 points in this one because he was one of five at the free throw line. That's not too good. Only five free throw attempts, even though he shot 50% from the floor and two of three from downtown. Pretty good numbers, but I don't know. Uh, overall, just not a huge scoring night for him. But Nas Reed, absolutely fantastic this week. He had 28 points and nine rebounds in this one. A block. I mean, it just was the coolest thing ever, seeing Nas Reed play as well as he does. It was kind of like right from the get-go. Like, Nas Reed was playing with a vengeance out there. And it was like, yep, I just love what this guy does. And I was tweeting it out. You'll hear that in the fan interaction segment. Jane McDaniels clearly was a different player this week as well. After getting ripped by me on the last couple of episodes. <laughs> calling him the Johnny Flynn Memorial. Which he, which he was. Which he was. I'm not going to apologize for it. But uh, thank you very much for strong play. 
Jaden McDaniels this past week. He had 14 points in this one. It wasn't a great game. You know, 5 of 11, and he had a, a few turnovers, but he added the steals, and the Wolves have been dominating in the steal category. Austin Rivers was just great, absolutely great in this game, and he was really good all week, to be quite fair. Shows how productive he can be when given a chance. <laughs> you know, obviously 20 points in this game, 6 of 7 from the floor, driving to the basket at times, but hitting some of those spot-up threes, 4 of 5 from the floor, 4 of 5 from downtown, and he added 5 steals in the game, which were crucial when you think about the fact the Wolves only won by 2 points in this one. Giving up some, giving up some, and turnovers and such. 16 turnovers, I've seen worse, but I've certainly seen better. Um, again, I mean, and Shea Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander was fantastic in getting to the free throw line and all that. Even Aaron Wiggins, yep, Aaron, not Andrew, but Aaron, <laughs> 14 points off the bench. Could they be related? They must be related somehow, but not overall. Maybe they're like distant relatives because North Carolina, like, um, What's his name? I can't remember. I can't remember Andrew's dad's name now. I, I feel bad about that, and I see it again. I'll be like, "Oh, duh." But yeah, uh, Andrew's dad was originally from North Carolina, and then his wife, you know, like Andrew Wiggins' mom, was in uh, Toronto. They got married and stayed in Toronto, and that's why Andrew Wiggins is Canadian-born. And Aaron is also from North Carolina, so that makes you wonder. Maybe there's like cousins or some kind of distant thing, possibly. It's quite possible. I mean, North Carolina, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Maybe they're not, but maybe super-duper distant relatives because we're all kind of related when you think about the grand scheme of things. So we are kind of all related sometimes, but it could be all the way up to like 13th cousin or something, but it still counts in a sense. It still kind of does count, believe it or not. Guys like Joe Giddy, he did have 13 rebounds in the game, but he only had 11 points. That overall, just a nice, you know, nice feeling that the Wolves were able to escape this one. It would have been a pretty crappy loss because we've been through it already. The Wolves were able to hold OKC to only 19 points in the fourth quarter, and that ended up being a bit of a difference maker. After it looked like the Wolves were going to win this thing comfortably, another strong third quarter for OKC and a weak third quarter for the Wolves what had us doubting for a little bit there. Thankfully, the Wolves uh, were able to keep OKC in check. Again, keeping them only down to 19 points compared to 41 in the third quarter, which is a stark difference from, you know, the other couple quarters as well. So, nice, nice win. I mean, I guess it's a nice win. <laughs> Get the job done, a win's a win, that kind of thing. It's like, I guess it's a nice win. At least they did win, that kind of thing. <laughs> this one's a nice win, though. The, the 18th of December... This is, of course, after the greatest comeback in NFL history by the Minnesota Vikings on Saturday. It had not happened yet before. Check out Purple Mafia for that. Again, the greatest comeback in NFL history, Minnesota Vikings Saturday afternoon versus the uh, Indianapolis Colts, not the Oklahoma City Colts or anything like that. Um, uh, we're going to hear from Patrick Rice here in a little bit, too, about how he feels about uh, Zach Levine, and I'm kind of like in an I told you so mode about that. Yeah, I kind of am, and I don't want to be a jackass, but kind of. Uh, Anthony Edwards was just absolutely spectacular. Again, he looked like LeBron James. He looked like whoever. He looked like James Harden when he actually cares and when, when he was younger, that kind of thing, too. And a James Harden that could actually play defense a little bit. Jane McDaniels was all over the place in a positive way, a very positive way, except for the three turnovers. Again, the three blocks, five assists, six of eight from the floor. Eight rebounds, even rebounded the ball. He actually led the Wolves in rebounding in the game. Anthony Edwards with 11 assists. Uh, Danza Russell also got hot in that fourth quarter. And as he's wanted to do, 7 of 10 from three-point land, or downtown as I like to call it. 19 assists combined for D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards, again, who had 11 assists in the game and had that nice, like, put-up three at the end of a dramatically awesome third quarter for the Wolves. There was actually a short stretch. It looked like the Wolves were, you know, maybe not going to lose the game, but we're trailing, and this could be kind of a tough one a little bit. The first quarter went well for the Bulls, and, the, and uh, you know, but then things just kind of snowballed. A nice second quarter, an unbelievable, you know, demolition derby of a third quarter for the Wolves. Finishing up with Anthony Edwards, you know, getting that three-pointer up. Nice momentum on the shot. Nice release. And got it off in time. Oh, it was absolutely awesome. They had about a two-second thing, about two-second uh, span to catch, get, uh, move a few steps, and release the ball in stride. That was awesome. Again, a 37-point domination by Anthony Edwards. And he made all seven of his free throws. That's something that counts. Six rebounds as well. Mm, awesome. 13 of 24. 
Anthony Edwards, certainly not as cold a shooting as uh, the, the weather is outside, but we'll get to that on Wednesday, unfortunately. <laughs> Things would drop a bit by then, but the Wolves and Wolves fans would enjoy this winning streak, and it felt like a million bucks. Nice, comfortable win for the Wolves. Zach Levine, a guy that, uh, you know, a lot of you like, obviously. Like, it was the worst trade ever, you know, getting rid of him instead of Andrew Wiggins and all that. I, I can understand the frustration, but I always kind of had this feeling about Zach Levine that he... He's not as great as some of you think. Obviously, you can put up nice numbers and everything at times, but there's something missing from Zach. And again, 8 of 16 from the floor, 3 of 6 from downtown. The stats are good. The stats are good. But again, there's something missing. It's like, I don't know, sometimes a fire gets lit under him, and he's phenomenal, and then not so much. Sometimes it's just like, yay, I'm an all-star, woo-hoo. I'm the greatest, and I don't know. I think he's a little too arrogant. And a little bit beyond that as well. Maybe just all about himself. Uh, again, years ago, it was like, look at his Instagram or whatever. It was just kind of like, really, man? You know, like, really? Do you think people care about that stuff? You know? <laughs> so, stuff like that turns me off sometimes. And I'm not the only one. Believe me. <laughs> and not everybody that's uh, turned off is 99 years old either. So, let's hear what Patrick Royce had to say about Zach Levine. You know, who's a... You know, who's a... Who's a loser, losing player? Zach Levine's a losing player. He doesn't guard anybody. He throws up his shots. He's all in it for himself. I'm not a big Zach Levine man. I, I like his talent, but I, yeah, the Bulls haven't done diddly with him there, basically. Well, he might be a Laker sometime soon if, if he keeps this up, if they keep it up, because their Lakers are always looking for uh, someone to, to add. And Davis, Davis is hurt again, so the Lakers are... You know, they're, they're going to go downhill again now. So, anyway. And that's kind of my feeling. That's kind of my feeling. I know a lot of you are probably like, are you serious, Joey? Yes. Yes, I'm serious. Yes. Surely. Surely, Joey, you're not serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. That's basically my response to that. <laughs> uh, yes, I am serious. <laughs> Let's move on. Again, nice win, though, for the Wolves, obviously, again. And, hey, why the heck not? I feel for Billy Donovan. It's kind of falling apart there. 11 and 18 after that game for the Chicago Bulls as they continue to fall off the face of the earth suddenly after they look kind of promising to Marta Rosen and such. Now they really don't. I mean, Vucevic, come on. Why are they not better? Minnesota versus uh, Dallas. Back-to-back, you thought, oh boy, we're going to lose now. Anthony Edwards moves to point forward instead of point guard, adds 9 assists, 13 rebounds, um, 27 points, of course. Missed a triple-double by about a minute there. Uh, coach took him out. Coach uh, Finch took him out. And then Anthony Edwards bounced the ball in his direction like, come on, man. And Finch looked kind of like, oh, you know, like, really? You know, Finch kind of had that look like, really? I don't think that's uh, what we wanted. Like, you don't want to do that. He was kind of look. he kind of had that look on his face as I stumble and bumble around. Anthony Edwards did not shoot well in this game, but still managed to play really good. And I can understand why Finch would not want Anthony Edwards to have some freak ankle injury or something, because that kind of stuff always seems to happen when you play a guy a little bit too long in a, in a game when, you know, you've, you've got it beat, basically. Luka Doncic got really frustrated by Jaden McDaniels, who continued to play really well. His stats aren't all that spectacular, but again, good defense, and again, just kind of, he's been, he's been significantly better the past week and a half, to be fair, so maybe I was a little too hard on him the last show or so. Obviously, the defense is generally there, but there are times he looks like he, he looked like he's sleeping out there, particularly in those games when the Wolves are just kind of falling off the face of the earth. But this was not one of them. Nas Reed, who was hurt actually during the Bulls game, that's why you didn't really hear much about him, uh, shoulder injury, this and that. He played only 10 minutes and then comes back against the Dallas Mavericks. Just wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, I, I just... <laughs> Nas Reed, what an awesome week. Nas Reed and Anthony Edwards, you guys just... You know, fantastic. Both of them with 27 points. Nas Reed, overall, a prettier game in terms of, like, you know, finishing at the rim, this and that. He was 2 of 6 from downtown, which isn't all that great, but at least he got the 13 rebounds, as did Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards also 10 of 11 from the free throw line, which helped his points to go up, despite the fact he only shot 7 of 21, which is, again, 33.333. You know, he made one-third of his shots overall. Yep, but 3 of 6 from downtown really helped. Only needed an assist to get the triple-double, and of course, Finchy, Finchy, Finch, Finch took him out, and that's okay. It is what it is. Luca Garza, what the heck happened there? 
Played only two minutes, about three minutes, and had a minus 11. So it was during a huge Dallas run, basically, which can make that stat uh, bloated a little bit there. Jalen Noel has been great. Uh, he was a plus 18. He was good all week as well. 18 points in this one. An interesting analytic that was brought up, whereas, um, you know, the whole plus-minus deal where guys are... Because plus-minus counts when guys play an extended amount of time together. Guys play an extended amount of time together, like certain pairs or, or, or triples. You know, like three guys, like three-on-three three or whatever. Um, it's not literally three-on-three, three, but three guys on the court at the same time. Guess what the top duo on the Timberwolves is by far, apparently. Anthony Edwards, yes. And Jalen Noel? It's showtime! Yep, that's who it is. <laughs> Anthony Edwards and Jalen Noel. So when they play together, it's a beautiful thing. And, well, the Wolves do play good when they're on the court together, don't they? Uh, plus 20 for Anthony Edwards, plus 18 for Jalen Noel. But it's sometimes, again, it's a combination. It's a combination of the two complementing each other, making you better and better and better. And it's nice. It's nice to see uh, Anthony Edwards, Nas Reed is like third, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there's some wonderful things. I guess the trio of Anthony Edwards, Jalen Noel, and Nas Reed is a phenomenal one, too. Uh, yes, Nas Reed. I almost was like, whoops, wrong guy. No, Nas Reed, all guys that are super young there, about 21 years of age. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Super, super uh, talented young guys, to be quite honest. That's the best trio on the Wolves when it comes to the whole, you know, plus-minus analytics. So, really cool. Again, Jaden McDaniels frustrated the heck out of uh, Luka Doncic. Didn't look like he warranted an ejection, but maybe just the constant whining and bad reputation. And, like, you know, just he's kind of a baby, isn't he? There's there's reasons why I say Luka Doncic is overrated. He Half the time, he doesn't even look like a good player. He looks like that pudgy guy on the and he keeps making his shots. It's like, God, get out of here. There often were guys like that in, like, high school or, you know, like, just at the health club, whatever. And it's like, how the heck is this, you know, potato or whatever? I'm just messing around. How the heck is this dude, like, playing so well? It doesn't make any sense. And then just, I guess he is good, you know? I guess he is really good. Yes, Luka Doncic is really, really, really good. But he he's not the MVP of the league. I'm sorry. I just, I don't see that. And his he's not elevating his team to that level. Somehow, some way, they made a nice run to the West Finals last year, but you knew they were freaking toast once they got there. As much as I absolutely loathe and despise the uh, a certain team from Northern California, I'll just leave that alone. I gotta stop saying it. But <laughs> but I kind of loathe and despise Dallas too. Sometimes I don't like the Mavericks either. When have I ever liked the Dallas Mavericks? Maybe like the early '90s, maybe early to mid '90s, maybe. We're talking way back before they even changed their uh, logo. We're talking back in the good old days. And the the 80s Mavericks are really cool. They just couldn't get past the stinking Mavericks, or excuse me, stinking Lakers. But, uh, of course, I kind of like the Showtime Lakers, too. So if I liked the Lakers at any time in my life, it was the Showtime Lakers, no doubt about it. <laughs> it really was. That was the best edition of the Los Angeles Lakers with Chick Hearn. Announcing the game, the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> There's nothing like it, is there? It just rolls smooth, so smooth. Rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> the world champion. No, let's see. Uh, what's his name? Who would it be? Alan Horton for radio, or uh, you know? And, and I really like, um, I really like Grady as well. I I like him a lot, actually. I like Grady a lot. He's he's like chill, but then knows when to kind of like up the ante. But he doesn't overdo it like certain people in the past, you know, like, you know, like the Sean Grandies and stuff. I never was a huge fan of his. Um, Tom Hanneman is a legend. He's got the coolest voice ever, you know, and I, God, God bless him. Sometimes he would overrate certain players a little bit, like Troy Hudson being simply sensational. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess maybe he made a couple shots in a row once in a while. <laughs> but no, Tom Hanneman, God bless him. I mean, coolest guy ever. You could just tell. But, uh, yeah, there's Grady. He is awesome. He is, he is up there almost almost at the... Uh, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's almost up there with uh, the, 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 the greatest of all time for the Timberwolves on TV and radio. And, of course, that guy's name was Kevin Harlan. He kind of reminds me of him, but a little bit more chill version of him and a little bit deeper voice, of course. So, yeah, I mean, I love Grady. So, um but yeah, I mean, Al Horton also, he's a fantastic radio guy. So we have at least at least the second best of all time for both positions. If you want to say Kevin Harlan is the GOAT, they're right there. Right, right there. So we're, we're blessed in that sense as Timberwolves fans. 
Um, but no, this was a fun, fun Monday night game. It really was. And, you know, deep into the Christmas season now, and it's getting super cold out, unfortunately, for those of you that hate super cold or snowy, which was coming right around the corner at that stage. Now, obviously, the snow has, has uh, been there and done that, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's done and dusted outside, if you know what I mean. Okay, it's very dusty outside with snow. Uh, back to Austin Rivers, 6 of 7 from the floor. Another unbelievable game. I mean, just... And he's, 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 he's aggressive. He's efficient. What a nice addition. And, uh, well, <laughs> what a nice addition. And we were able to, again, have everything come back full circle from that infamous uh, Sam Cassell. Uh, the, uh, it was, yep, Sam Cassell, a protected pick to the Clippers for uh, Marco Yaric. Marco Yaric. And there that unprotected, or that protected pick ended up being Austin Rivers. So, because the, yeah, to the, uh, it was the, yeah, it was the event. It was the New Orleans Hornets who became the Pelicans, and then yeah, it, it's confusing, but that's what it was. Yeah, it was the New Orleans Hornets who had become the Pelicans. I think his first year they were still the Hornets because it was like thirteen fourteen, I believe, or was it fourteen fifteen when they finally became the uh, Charlotte Hornets officially? But they're calling everything uh, well New Orleans now. But Charlotte, yeah, what am I talking about? They already were in New Orleans. Charlotte was a different team. Yeah, I'm an idiot. So it was the New Orleans Hornets at the time. And then he wanted by the Clippers, which is really ironic. So that trade moved to the Clippers. So everything came full circle. It's just the darndest thing. The pick wound up with New Orleans. And then he went to the Clippers. And then all these years later, he went back to the Minnesota Timberwolves, which would have been the original spot of that draft pick. Okay. Anyhow, sorry. Um, but love what Austin Rivers brings. Uh, I certainly underrated the signing when we acquired him in the summer. And he's been wonderful. I'm, I know, I'd be lying if I if I said he hasn't been an awesome addition. Uh, he attacks the basket, puts the ball in. It just the more minutes for Austin Rivers, the better. I'm not that worried about Pat Beverly now. I think Austin Rivers is the closest thing, without being a time bomb. Uh, not only a time bomb in terms of personality, where he could just. You know, he can blow stuff up. They said he was blowing up practices and stuff. Like, why, man? Why would you blow up practices? That's got to wear on coaches and teammates. Uh, and also time bomb in terms of, uh, Pat's hurt again. Pat's hurt again. His back hurts. His ankle, he hurt his ankle. Uh, his pinky finger uh, is, like, tired. So, yeah, he, he, you know. So, I don't know if that's a great leader either, quite frankly. Always hurts. It's kind of annoying. So, and Austin Rivers, obviously, again, knock on wood, you know, hopefully he can hang in there and uh, continue to be a valuable piece. I think he's the closest thing. So, yep, he was the 10th overall pick in 2012. It took seven years, seven years for that draft to go through. Seven years, do you, do you, or that trade to go through. Do you realize that? For that draft to become a pick anyway. The trade went through, but, the, for, the, but for it to become an actual living human being versus just a, uh, a, a draft pick, a potential draft pick, it's pretty cool because it kept being protected, protected, protected. So it's funny. And he's already 30 years old. That just tells you how long ago that trade was. That must make Sam Cassell feel ancient. Makes me feel old too, by the way, because I am old. Unfortunately, 43 and now. Um, Austin's 30 already. Jeez, it's just so weird. Uh, now that I've babbled off into La La Land yet again. An overall fun, 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 fun night. And, of course, Jason Kidd also was ejected around the same time. Just, uh, again, Doncic, I don't know, his whiny, stupid uh, demeanor can drive people nuts, and that's probably why he got ejected. And Jason Kidd's kind of a chippy guy. He always has been. Always has been. Um, he's certainly more reserved than he was when, when he initially came into the NBA and had somebody hit him on purpose so he could stop the game, which was just stupid. What are you doing? What are you doing? If you were, if you were smart, you'd make it a little more subtle. Come on, man. You can do better, Jason. You you can. <laughs> You're Jason Kidd, you know, one of the smartest players ever in the day, but that was not good. Um, Dallas Mavericks would defeat the Wolves, though. I'm, I just don't even want to talk about this one. 104-99. Yep, the Wolves looked like we are going to be okay, and then it's just nothing went in, and the Mavericks just started to make their threes. They weren't all that great either. They were only 33% from downtown, 453 overall. Nothing that great. Like, Don Sitch only one of five, but he did make half of his overall shots, and he didn't get ejected this time. That helps, I suppose. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., four of ten. He's a fantasy, kind of like at least a good backup 
Nice player. Nice player. I'd take Tim Hardaway. He's 30 already. Which, again, must make all of us that were Tim Hardaway fans. Tim Hardaway Sr., do you remember him? Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr.'s 30. What does that tell you? I mean, that's crazy, man. <laughs> we're getting old. <laughs> I hate saying it. Uh, Kemba Walker also was in the game for 20 minutes and doesn't even look close to the same guy. I don't know what the heck happened there, other than being rusty, I guess, but... I don't know. What happened to Kemba Walker the last couple of years? He was pretty good for the Boston Celtics. Feels like 50 years ago, though. Too bad. I really liked Walker a lot, especially with the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets. Another guy is 30 already. 30, 31 already. Jeez, remember him? I remember him as a wonderful college player. I'm not even a huge college fan, but he was good. Anthony Edwards did have 23 points. He was decent. He was good, but not as good. He started missing crap, and D'Angelo Russell and, and Jalen Noel and Anthony Edwards were combined Oh, for 16 from three-point land. That's not going to work. So that's not Rudy Gobert's fault. No, he was 9 of 11 from the floor. That was an inside job. 9 of 11 from the floor. 19 points, 15 rebounds, couple blocks. It's not Rudy Gobert's fault. No. That ain't that ain't that ain't Rudy Gobert's fault. But it's like when they, you can't make a single three pointer. I mean, what the hell can you do? You're you know three of your most excellent offensive weapons are 0 for 16 from downtown. That's the story of the game. It's not that Dallas played so great. They had 104 points. Lottie freaking da. The Wolves make, you know, just imagine if they made just a few of those. I mean, the Wolves would have won comfortably, right? Not half of them. Just a few. Just a few of them. The Wolves would have won by seven points, maybe. Not comfortably, but close enough. Uh, comfortable enough, anyway. Multi-possessions. The Wolves uh, could have won this game easily. You guys make a damn shot. I mean, one three-pointer, what would the score be? 104-101. Uh, Two three-pointers. Tie game. Need I say more? I mean, they were shots. They were nice looks at the basket. They weren't just random, like, her hoisting the ball up from, you know, behind the back or something mentally disturbed. You know, anything crazy like that. But um, <laughs> they just missed and missed and missed. And I don't know, it's the classic, classic, boring, cliched, <laughs> worst interview of all time, Greg Popovich. What happened, uh, what happened to those guys? They shot the ball, it didn't go in. You know, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> thanks, coach. With that said, though, a, a, a fun week. The Wolves 3-1, uh, and one, a, a boring or a frustrating, annoying finish. But it, again, tells you how close the Wolves were to sweeping this week if they could have made some flipping shots. Now, unfortunately, the schedule gets a little tougher here. All on the road, Boston, Miami, and Nolens. The uh, Lone Wolf Award for this episode is going to be is going to be, it's between Anthony Edwards and Nas Reed. Nas Reed, wonderful week. Anthony Edwards, wonderful week. I'm going to give it to both. What do you think of that? It's the season of giving. It's it's Christmas Eve Eve. It's December 23rd. It's Christmas Eve Eve. So it's one day before things start to get crazy here now for a couple of days. Things start to kind of get, you know, things start to shut down and everything. And then finally we'll be done with all this Christmas uh, shopping nonsense. Every time you want to just go to the grocery store to pick up milk or something, you got to get, you know, bombarded with 950 people that need 950 things and make you wait forever when you just want to get a quick thing. So, but I'm not bitter about that at all. And I am a huge Christmas fan. I just don't like the, the bull crap that comes with it. And yeah, it is insanely cold outside to go along with that. So those two guys will get their award. I am babbling too much. I really apologize. The Johnny Flynn Memorial for this week well, it's not going to be Austin Rivers, that's for sure. Heck, he's an honorable mention for the other one, you know, for the positive one. Nathan Knight also against the Bulls. Wow. Like, that was kind of when, see, the game was kind of like, huh, the Bulls are kind of playing a little better than us right now, which could be, you know, a pain in the butt. And then Nathan Knight kind of went nuts, started just jamming that ball, and he looked so good. And he played 26 minutes in that game against the Bulls. So I wanted to backtrack. I apologize. He was awesome, Nathan Knight, just jamming that thing. And he, the Wolves have so many talented big men, like Nas Reed and Nathan Knight. Like, Nathan Knight filled in so nicely when Nas Reed got hurt. He's just awesome. And and that's when the game actually started to change. I think Nathan Knight was a difference maker. Austin Rivers, too. You know, again, Austin Rivers again. Even Bryn Forbes at 10 points off the bench. So, things like that. I'm, I'm having a hard time finding, like, a uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial. I mean, Kyle Anderson wasn't all that great, and the fact he got hurt, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. Do I have to pick on somebody that's hurt? 
Well, when he played, he wasn't real good, though, either. That's the other thing, one of six. So it's like a very gentle one to Kyle Anderson. He probably played the weakest out of all the guys that actually played significant minutes when he was playing. He was not too great this week. So it's a very gentle one. It's not going to go to, like, Nathan Knight or Bryn Forbes or, you know, Jalen Noel generally shot well. It could go, again, also to just the fact that those three very valuable offensive players in uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, Jalen Noel, and D'Angelo Russell shooting 0-16 from downtown. That cost us the game. It's that simple. It did. So that's another way we could look at it. It's just kind of that combination of that, their three-point shooting in that stupid Dallas game. Otherwise, it would have been a sweep of a week. With that said, holy crap, this has been a long segment, but kind of had a lot to say. (laughs) With that said, we'll take a quick break, come back and preview the three games. We are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two. We're going to preview the three games. We're also going to hear from our sponsor, DraftKings. Again, I apologize if I babbled a bit in the first segment, but maybe you enjoyed it. I don't know. The the shows have been a little short lately. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want the shows to be too short either. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying it. But at least it's not two hours like it used to be back in the day when me and Marcus would just babble forever and ever and ever. (laughs) Those shows were fun, but, yep, sometimes there's a little too much back and forth in those. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, DraftKings. DraftKings, Joey. DraftKings, yes, that's right. <laughs> the NBA season is heating up, and there are still so many great games coming up. Again, they got the Christmas games again, and heck, in, anything involving the New York Knicks lately might be a good bet, so check that out. When I'm looking to get in, the, in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, of course, Apple or Android, place a same-game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost. The bigger your shot to win big. (laughs) So, yep, I've really enjoyed doing that as well. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. That's the Basketball Podcast Network. TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> I love that part. You can tell, right? <laughs> the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics, the best team in the East, at least I think they are. It's be it's going to be a green. It's going to be a very green Eastern Conference Final. I think this year, very green. Boston versus Milwaukee. Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee's not an East Coast team. They're kind of like us. And you know what? If that's the Eastern Conference Final, I'm in. I'm very happy. I'm very happy if I see that. Very. Maybe the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers have something to say about that. Gosh, they're like a half game behind the Celtics. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Dang. Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart, illness as of uh, December the 20th. Danilo Gallinari, knee injury. Ah, oh, not again? Come on, Danilo. So he's been on the Celtics, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's like you didn't even know because, again, another knee injury for Danilo Gallinari. Ah, when he's healthy, he's wonderful. And I loved him with the Hawks not too long ago. It's cool to see him on the Celtics. He's definitely been an Eastern Conference kind of guy other than being on Denver for years. Rudy Gobert, ankle. So Gobert, of course, that's been kind of an ongoing thing. We'll see. Kyle Anderson with back issues. Jordan McLaughlin still out with a strain with ST calf, and those are a pain in the butt. So hopefully it heals. Anthony Edwards is now at 23 points a game. Cool. Jason Tatum, 30.6. Marcus Smart is averaging 7.3 assists. So if Marcus Smart is out, that could be a huge factor. Next time these teams play will be in March, right around St. Paddy's Day. Perfect. I mean, I just love thinking of the Boston Celtics in March and how they're improving and all that. And 
all that uh, just a St. Patrick's Day vibe and all that, and you know it's starting to warm up and you got more sun. Something special about that. But there's a there's a reason why teams like Cleveland have been catching up to Boston because again guys have been hurt. They're one and four in their last five. One and four in their last five. So maybe the Wolves can take advantage here. Strike while the iron's hot. You know, take this opportunity when you have it with important players being out. Jason Tatum's going to get his 35 or whatever the heck, but Marcus Smart is insanely valuable. He's kind of, you know, <laughs> he's really become a valuable piece. He's, he's, he's a different kind of guy. He's a different type of player. Physical, aggressive, you know, Pat Beverly type, but better. Like a better, more complete version, you could say, rather than more like of a, a good role player. Uh, the Celtics lost to the Clippers, 113.93. Beat the Lakers, yep. Beat L.A., beat L.A. 122-118, that's Boston and L.A. in the 80s. And occasionally later on, 117-109. Yep, that was in the 20, 2008 and 2010. Mm, that was nice to see that rivalry revive for a little while. Orlando, gosh, they lost to the Orlando Magic twice. They lost the Orlando Magic twice. Ah, that is crappy, man. Come on. And Orlando's not that bad, but they're they're not that good either. Losing to the Pacers again. Yep, yeah, that was a very crazy game where the Celtics went way down, came roaring back, and then Indiana said, nah, that's okay. Take take a walk, Boston. Indiana Pacers. Larry Bird's club versus his, you know, NBA team. It's his home team versus his NBA team. And Larry Bird's home team won. Larry Bird. Boston Celtics are number one in the league in offense. Interesting. I always thought of them as a defensive club, but yeah, number one. Wolves are seventh. Rebounds. Boston is eleventh. Wolves are twenty-second. Again, take this in, uh, take a grain of salt with some of this. With what's his name being out and some other big places. Um, yeah, uh, Marcus Smart and Danilo Gallinari. But Gallinari hasn't played a game yet for them. Three-point percentage. Sixth for Boston. Yeah, that's the other thing. Kind of three and D. Twenty-fourth for the Wolves. I still think Boston wins the NBA championship though, as long as guys are healthy and ready to go. Wolves are uh, 11th in assists. Boston's 9th. Boston's 6th in protecting the ball for the turnovers. Wolves are 27th. We get a lot of turnovers. Assist to turnover ratio. Boston is number 2 in the league. Not bad. Wolves are 18th. Block shots for both tied at 6th. The Wolves are really elite in the steals category. 3rd in the league. Boston's only 27th. Where last year, I think Boston was a bit higher. So again, guys being hurt a little bit doesn't help. We'll see if Boston can emerge uh, emerge out of the Eastern Conference. Maybe they won't. Maybe it will be the Bucks. The Bucks are actually ahead of them now. Cleveland is number three. Nice job, Cleveland. Brooklyn has emerged nicely as well. Different story going on there with, uh, you know, so obviously no more Steve Nash. I don't think it was his fault necessarily, but I don't know. It kind of helps when you let Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving play. You know, you can disagree with him all you want. Let the guy play. He's an elite talent. And stay freaking healthy, Kyrie, too. That might help also. It really might. Um, Jalen Brown is another star player for that Boston Celtics club. And thankfully for him, and knock on wood, he's been healthy. That's the other big piece. He's a tough son of a biscuit. 26.2 points a game. Free throw, or field goal percentage, 49. Mm, mm, mm. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Uh, some guys make their threes, some guys don't. El Horford, let's not forget about the old Wiley veteran. He's missed seven games this year, He's but he's 44% from downtown. Another one of those older big men who can hit threes like crazy. It's funny. It's funny, but that's just how the league has evolved over the last, you know, 15, 20 years or so. Marcus Smart, 34%. Yeah, he's not this elite player, but he is a tough son of a biscuit again, and he gets his steals and all that. He actually leads the club in steals, the club being the Boston Celtics, of course. Derek White's been a valuable piece in... Uh, Marcus is smart uh, stead. You know, like, he's actually played all the games this year. Um, he's, he's been valuable. He, he, he's okay. He definitely doesn't uh, stand out in a huge way. And he actually is not a very good field, not very good from the floor at only 42%. But we'll see. Uh, Grant Williams has had his moments. A little this, a little that. Malcolm Brogdon, 45% from downtown. He's been a huge piece as well at times. He's the third leading scorer on Boston. The Wolves can win this game. They can, especially, again, with the absence of Marcus Smart. Will the Wolves win? It's kind of hard to say. I've been very impressed with how the Wolves have been playing lately. Anthony Edwards, I think, leads the Wolves in scoring again. I think he's going to be a consistent leader in scoring for this club. Uh, Consistent, if that's the word I just used, I hope. Hopefully, uh, again, otherwise, D'Angelo Russell might come up with his 28-ish. D'Angelo Russell is known to have his 27-28 type of efforts. 
And then you have uh, Anthony Edwards who could go out for 31-plus. The, the day's coming. It's right around the corner. Anthony Edwards is going to be one of those guys averaging 30. It, it's coming, like, like what Tatum is right now. It's not far away. In fact, maybe next season. Wouldn't be surprised at all, actually. Um, God, this is going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. I don't want to pick the Celtics to win, but I don't know. It's kind of like show me. We haven't played well against this team forever and ever and ever and ever. Right now, the Celtics winning on a narrow margin, like two points, 120 to 118. The Celtics beat the Wolves, but Anthony Edwards, 31, unfortunately, in a losing effort, but a very, very respectable game. There'll be a lot of uh, handshaking, like, wow, that was impressive, guys. Miami Dolphins? No, the Miami, yeah, they might as well be. The Miami, Miami lukewarm, <laughs> which is what they really are. They're, fifth, they're 16 and 16. They are lukewarm. They're the definition of lukewarm. Jimmy Butler's grown his hair out. I don't know what for. I think he looked just fine before with that, that flat top kind of late 80s, early 90s look. I don't know. But people change. People change. Jimmy Butler supposedly is sick. We'll see. He'll probably play. Adonis Haslam is 99 years old. They're talking about his Achilles. Interesting. Adonis Haslam. I mean, I don't even understand. Is he older than me? I, I think he is. Or he's like right under. 1980. That's right. Wow. Right under. And he's from Miami too. That's kind of cool. Jeez. Has he played this year? Yeah, a little bit, huh? Five games. <laughs> Five games averaging seven minutes. <laughs> what is... Yeah, I mean, it's just like Juwan Howard's last three or four years in the league. He was like, you know, he played like a couple of games and oh, and the hard work and the dedication in the gym when the Heat won the championship in 2012. I'm like, oh, yes, I respect you, Juwan, but... Oh, really, man? Really? You were like the 13th guy, man. Come on. <laughs> the Wolves beat the Miami Heat in Target Center on November 21st, 105-101. Wolves are going to win this game. I think the Wolves sweep the season series, and they better. Maybe, who knows, maybe we beat Boston and lose to Miami Heat. Miami is playing very well. They just had a uh, winning streak and at least a four-game winning streak, if not longer. They lost to the Bulls, though. Eh, lame sauce. That's lame. Let's get to the comparisons real quick. Um, oh, and the injuries. Yep, uh, Achilles for Haslam. I don't know what to say about that. Again, he's 42. He's 42. <laughs> Dwayne Dead Deadman. Dead Deadman. Foot injury as of the 22nd of December. Jimmy Butler illness as of the 19th. We'll see. I mean, Butler isn't the tough guy he wants us all to believe. It's just like uh, Anthony Edwards said last year, that bleep be fake. Yeah, because it is. He's, he's, uh, he's a little on the fake side, and I think maybe that was one of the other reasons why things didn't work out quite as well here years ago. Like, great, you're real tough, Jimmy, real tough, real tough, and you're quite a clutch player, too. Like, all those missed shots you had, all those forced-up shots with, like, two people on you when somebody was wide open for a three, and we ended up losing by one. Like, great, great, great gamesmanship there, bub. So, I mean, I lost so much respect for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just because I don't want to be here. No, it's because of the way you played and the fact we didn't do diddly squat with you when, you know, we, we just didn't. Our, our record got better and we made the playoffs. Yay. But, yeah, we were like, you know, we were like a sacrificial lamb to a way better team. Like, yay, woohoo. Like, that's the best we can do with you, Jimmy? <laughs> Anyhow, they did get to the finals not too long later with Miami, but completely different situation. I better shut up. I'm just not a fan. Okay, anyhow, Miami is 29th in points. 29th, 27th in rebounds. Jeez, oh, they're 26th in field goal percentage. Third in free throw. Why am I even talking about the, that? But, oh well. 21st in three points. 21st in assists. Sixth in turnovers. That's good. Assist to turnover ratio, ninth. They're 30th in blocks. Dead last. They used to be one of the best shot blocking teams in the league. But they're sixth in steals, so they're up in the top six with the Minnesota Timberwolves anyway. This is the season finale, and I do believe the Wolves sweep the season series. If I don't think the Wolves beat the Boston Celtics, I will pick this one. We're going to split between Boston and the Miami Heat. So I'll pick the Wolves to win this one. Jimmy Butler, what's he averaging? About 22. He's actually averaging less than Anthony Edwards, and he's missed a ton of games this year. And I don't know. It's just a waste of time. Kyle Lowry supposedly is a uh, possible trade asset possibly. He's getting older. His contract's real high. Oh, my God. I was such a huge fan of that guy, though, back in the day. All the way back to Memphis. I kept wanting Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry. Trade for Kyle Lowry. Please trade for Kyle Lowry when he was still with the Memphis Grizzlies. And then Houston got him. And then 
eventually his salary got real high. He went to Toronto and he eventually won a championship and so on and so forth. You know, became a full-fledged all-star with Toronto. Became a really good player with Houston and a full-fledged all-star with Toronto. Um, you know, so lots of memories of Kyle Lowry. Really appreciate what he's done. But his salary is too damn high. That's the one thing. So, I don't know. Maybe he will be a nice uh, trade asset, though, for somebody looking to win now. Like, win immediately, basically, with his, his age and his contract. It's just kind of how it is. So, it's a mess, though. Guys are always out. Tyler Hero's only played 24 games. Three-point percentage is 41. Good for him. That's good. Kyle Lowry's played 28. Mr. Consistent and solid. Not an all-star anymore, but still good. Victor, I never play. Oladipo, seven games this year. Nine points. Just, man, what could have been? Victor Oladipo is definitely one of those what could have been. Uh, He could have been a great player for many years, but I coveted that guy coming out of the draft, and I coveted him after that draft, and I don't know. Just kept getting hurt, getting hurt, getting hurt. Jovich, the rookie, a lot of us looked at him a bit during the draft. He might be an intriguing late first-round pick. Yeah, well, he's not doing all that much yet. Only 13 games and five and a half uh, points. Too early to say. Small sample size, and I don't know, it's a weird team. Miami Heat are weird. Wolves win this game. I think a final score of... What do you say? What do you say? Final score of... Okay, I need to look at their games. Yeah, I didn't even look at it. Uh, they lost to the Bulls, 113-103. They beat the Spurs. These are all on the road now after the Bulls game. So they've been a great road team. 111-101. 111-108 over Houston. Big deal. Houston and San Antonio suck. Oklahoma City, yeah, they beat them by two points. Big deal. And they beat the Pacers, 87-82, which the Wolves somehow swept this year as well. So, nah, they're not scary. They're not scary. They lost to the Bulls, who we scored 150 points on. And then, um, yeah, then they beat all these other teams by, like, you know, like a point, uh, by, like, a couple points. Wolves win, Wolves win. Final score, 114 to 114 to 105. Wolves win. Leading scorer is probably Anthony Edwards, but uh, maybe somebody else goes off in this one. Obviously, it's not going to be Carl Anthony Towns. He's a multitude of weeks away, as uh, Coach Finch said. Uh, and I'm not surprised he would say that. Anthony Edwards leads the club in scoring again, something along the likes of 28-ish, and the Wolves win. Wolves win. Let's move on. I've been babbling forever, even though I'm enjoying myself very much. You can probably tell I'm enjoying doing this show today. Um, yep, it's the, why did I do that? Ah, uh, I clicked on the wrong thing, and now I can't go to the next team, which is the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, boy, yep, that's a good team. Watch out for the New Orleans Pelicans. Yep, you knew if if old if if old uh, Mister I never play finally started playing, the New Orleans Pelicans would become better. Um, yet another Mister I never play and Zion uh, Williamson. Uh oh, health and safety protocols as of the twenty first of December. Uh oh. Well, we'll see. Larry Nance Jr. Achilles. Hmm. Huh. Brandon Ingram toe. Former Los Angeles Laker. Zion Williamson, though, that's the guy who, like, never plays, but health and safety protocols, we'll see, we'll see, 25 points, like, yeah, it's not what it used to be, where, oh, God, you may never see him play in three months or something, I think those days are over, I hope, they better be, New Orleans Pelicans, number one in the league in offense, just like Boston, wow, number one, number six in rebounds, field goal percentage is fifth, three-point percentage is tenth, yeah, it's a pretty good team, seventh in assists, 20th in turnovers, Third in assist to turnover ratio. I don't know how that works, but they must get a ton of assists. Yeah, they kind of do. Block shots only 21st because they're kind of big, hulky, but sixth in steals. Impressive. This is the season opener between these two clubs, and they have been losing like crazy suddenly, the Pelicans. So, Wolves might have a shot to go 2 and 1 this week. The season opener of this series, Wednesday, December the 28th. Unfortunately, Christmas is over there. That sucks. And then Wednesday, the 25th. Both of those are in New Orleans, so get the put the lemon in the tomato juice, which, unfortunately, I put a lime today. Damn it. i got to put a lemon when I think about New Orleans, right? But I'll, I'll put it in around that time. Get that lemon in the tomato juice. <laughs> yep, New Orleans and uh, Louisiana, all that, uh, that southern vibe with the uh, lemon and the tomato juice. It's so good. Sunday, April 9th, Minnesota hosts the New Orleans Pelicans. We finally get to host a game. The Pelicans are 1-4 in their last five, losing to the Jazz twice. 121-100. Ouch. 
And then they play the Jazz in the same building two nights later in Utah. 132-129, that's better, but you lost again. Lost to the Suns, okay, we'll see. 118-114, they lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. So at least those are legitimate opponents there until the Spurs, they finally beat them. They lose to the Bucks 128-119, and then they beat the Spurs, them being New Orleans, 126-117. Very talented team, 19-12 uh, uh, overall, second place in their division of the Southwest. Obviously, again, they've lost a number of games in a row, but when they when this team plays up to its potential, they're very tough. And C.J. McCollum has torched the Wolves forever and ever and ever and ever and ever because we kind of like, we're like, C.J. McCollum, heck with him. You know, we want uh, Shabazz Muhammad or whatever the heck we did. I think we traded, yeah, we took, uh, what did we take? Trey Young and then traded down, right? And then wound up with Shabazz Muhammad and uh, Gorgi Zhang, right? Instead of... Uh, <laughs> instead of Giannis. Yeah, that's right, Giannis. Instead of one up with Giannis, uh, or the Greek freak. Yeah, that one will haunt us forever. So just imagine if we somehow wound up with C.J. McCollum and the Greek freak or something, but it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened, but still, if we could have gotten either one of them, it would have been a better pick. Uh, Shabazz Muhammad, who? Gorgi Zhang, what? You know, I like Gorgi Zhang a lot, but unfortunately he's kind of becoming, you know, I don't know. He's, he's not as, he's not that great. He's just valuable at times. C.J. McCollum can torch you, and he's torched us a thousand times. Brandon Ingram, when he actually plays, which is not much, he's missed half of the season so far, uh, half of the games this season anyway, but 47% from downtown and 20 points. Zion Williamson, 25.2. Wait, man, he only gets 7.2 rebounds. What the heck, man? Uh Valanciunas gets a 9.4, but it's kind of a team effort with rebounding. They're a very good rebounding team, Larry Nance Jr., but it's at Achilles, so not sure what to go with that, if it's just sore or more serious with Larry Nance Jr. I hope hope it's not super serious. Hope it's not super serious. Is there any actual news? Uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't say, like, out for the year or anything, so I don't know. Maybe it's just sore and all that, and you don't want to mess with that. Obviously, because Achilles can screw up your whole career. There's no doubt. <laughs> it's kind of important. Kind of an important tendon. Now, every important, every tendon's important, but there's certain ones where it's like, holy crap. You know, if, if you hear about that going down on you, whew. The best recovery I've ever seen from that, even though it took forever and ever, was Kevin Durant. He was like league MVP after that. I've never seen that happen. Like, Dominique Wilkins was never the same, really. Well, actually, no. He had one really good year, and then he kind of dropped off. Patrick Ewing was far in his career, and was he was cooked after that. He still played, like, five, six more years, but he wasn't good anymore. And so on and so forth. Kobe Kobe Bryant wasn't the same guy. I'm so, he, he wasn't. God, God rest his soul. He wasn't. So, I was so sad. Oh, it was. Wolves, I don't think we win the game. I, I, I want us to. We we might. I mean, they're not playing well suddenly for some reason. And again, guys are always hurt. If Zion's out and, you know, like say Zion and Larry Nance has been a pain in the butt, maybe the Wolves do win the game. But I got a feeling Zion's going to be back by then. That's about, that's almost a week away. I don't know. The Wolves absolutely can win the game. But I, I, think, I'm, I think the Wolves go one and two this week. I'm kind of afraid. And that's kind of been the pattern of the Wolves. So this is kind of a show me week. Go ahead, Wolves. Go two and one this week. Go three and zero, oh, and we will be we, we will be applauding you like no tomorrow. All of us Wolves fans that are you know hoping you do take this step forward and stop you know floundering around at five hundred all year and hoping to get in the the, the play in. That's lame, man. I don't want to be in the play in. Come on, at least get in the top six. So, but I don't know. If you go one and two this week, then I guess we're still stuck until maybe hopefully in January, February-ish, this team starts to take a step forward like they did last year. We still were stuck in the play in uh, purgatory, but, well, I'll take that over not making the playoffs at all because <laughs> that was a lot of fun. We actually did make it and all that and had a great series of Memphis until we started giving up leads when we could have actually won that series. Drives me nuts. Wolves go one and two. They lose to the Pelicans. Leading scorer, D'Angelo Russell. I think he'll have a nice night. Um, maybe Nas Reed will lead the Wolves in scoring some of these nights. It wouldn't surprise me, actually, because he can put the ball in the basket. Nas Reed. Nas Reed leaves the Wolves in scoring with, like, you know, 27-ish. But the Wolves do not win. Final score of 124 to 116. 
New Orleans wins and the Wolves go one and two this week. With that, we'll take a quick break and get to fan interaction. back here on Timberwolves Explosion here in freezing cold Golden Valley, Minnesota. <laughs> and I never complained about the cold. I, I kind of like winter, but yeah, this is a little bit uh, little bit crazy, a little bit over the top here. At TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX, and yes, at Wolves Explosion exists again, but I tend to use this uh, newer one now, even though it makes it look like my podcast uh, has been around for like a year, and I only have 120 followers. The other one has like a thousand-ish or so, but yeah, how many of those thousand are real anyway? <laughs> the 120 are part like a more legitimate, hardcore, you know, NBA slash Timberwolves explosion, you know, like fans, listeners, and all that. Really appreciate you guys to death. Um, retweeted most recently by the Basketball Podcast Network. They were the last episode anyway. Episode 347, out-rebounded by 17 twice. Yep, uh, Derek Fels got retweeted it. Again, at Crease and Assistant, big friend of uh, Brave the Wild. And, of course, video game flashback. I just uploaded a couple of days ago. Mega Man 2. So, video game flashback. Look that up if you like retro video games. Video, uh, Mega Man 2 from NES. It's a game review of it. It is a... I put a lot of work into that, and I have a lot of pride in doing that one. I'm not arrogant about it. Just, like, pride in terms of, like... I mean, I'm I'm very happy about that episode. And I hope uh, you listen to it and tell your friends about it as well. Just, like, you're hopefully... Listen to and tell your friends about this. Levi and Benzo. Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Tanae Brown also out of New Zealand. Retweeting the show. And uh, Benzo out of the Bronx. Vince Germano retweeted it, I believe. He, I don't know why I don't see it, but I'm sure he, yeah, he did. I, I, I know he retweeted Brave the Wild yesterday as well. So he often does. Just sometimes it doesn't show stuff. So I apologize. Uh, Vince Germano out of Victoria, Australia. And... Yes, the courtside is coming back. It's just, when is that? Hopefully, very soon. The courtside podcast. <laughs> Wayne Hunt is the alpha dog coming out of Sydney, Australia. Vince Germano out of Victoria, Australia. And Stu Benson also out of Sydney. Those guys just, it's its as good a basketball show as you're ever going to hear, ever. Uh, Reese Pedretti, also a great guy. Uh, also known as Hoops, uh, uh, excuse me, Random Hoops. Or, uh, you know, uh, Reese Pedretti's out of Brisbane, Australia. Just an awesome guy. Really appreciate you guys so much. Interesting thoughts out there. Show tomorrow. What What's this about? Max Keppel? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, this was last week. Max Keppel. I'm going to add him. I'm going to follow him. Hopefully he follows back. Cool. Looks, looks, like, uh, looks like he's played some basketball. He's a young guy. Out of Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Hopefully, hopefully he follows back. That'd be nice. Uh, so, nice to meet you, Max, in case you're listening. Unless you're, like, think that Timberwolves explosion sucks. You know, yeah, maybe he does listen. Yeah, they were talking about Patrick Beverly coming back. Um, yeah, this one's a quiet one. No, it isn't. It's not that quiet. Tanae Brown, New Zealand, says the Wolves have played with so much confidence today. It's been great to watch. That was on December the 19th. That was, I believe, on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday. Monday was the 19th. Yep, and I was saying that was an awesome performance overall. Really enjoyed it. Yep, it was fun. Yeah, Nas Reed played so freaking well. Again, coming back from that shoulder injury, and then Anthony Edwards, the leadership. Didn't shoot well, but still nice leadership. Tanae continues, says, with Towns and Gobert out. Gobert, Gobert, not Gobert. Towns and Gobert out. That's my fault. It's incredible how different of a player Edwards is. Yep. Filling the stat sheet everywhere. Far less one-dimensional from game to game now. Yep. And yeah, he's taking that lead guard role. Not necessarily point guard, but lead guard. Like, you know, again, like I said earlier, you know, that LeBron James, James Harden, Scottie Pippen, you know, Scott, uh, Michael did that as well, of course. It was basically Michael and Scottie and occasionally uh, Ron Harper. It was kind of those three. Ron Harper was more of a defensive guy who could hit some spot-up threes and such for doubles back in the day. Um, and I was saying Ant is going is going more and uh, is going. I think I meant to say Ant is becoming more and more what he... What in the devil am I saying? Yeah, something got messed up the way, I, the way it got written. I think I used voice tags like a dummy. 
it is going Jiminy Christmas and, and oh showing that's what it is and is showing that's what it's supposed to be and then it turned into going so that's probably voice text and is showing more and more what he can become in the not too distant future an all-around player with the potential to be a dom to be dominant and an MVP candidate really exciting yep that's how I feel no doubt about it so yeah I mean thank you today and uh yeah it's beautiful what Anthony Edwards could potentially become and it's nice to be able to see it. This one, um, this was the crappy uh, Wednesday game. Yep. Nice to hear from Tanae yet again. I love it. He says, fell asleep at halftime. What the hell happened in the second half? D'Lo and Noel have the ability to win you a game, but they also don't know what when uh, when they're shooting you out of it. Yeah, see? Exactly. By the looks of the box score, the latter happened today. Yeah, because they didn't make a single three. And, yep, yeah, it's so frustrating when guys keep forcing up shots and some of them were, I mean, they were good looks, but at the same time, you might want to change the option if the shot's not falling. And I don't know, they kept kind of going for it and going for it and going for it and kept missing. And I was saying it was literally just clanging shot after shot after shot. I wanted to scream, make a damn shot. Terrible second half, and especially into the fourth quarter. So that was the story of the Dallas game. No doubt about it. And thank you very much, Janae Brown, out of New Zealand. Now let's have fun with the demographics here real quick as I wrap up the show and wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> From all of us to all of you, a very Merry Christmas. I think that was one of those old Disney cartoons. I think that was uh, Jiminy Cricket, if I remember right. Jiminy Cricket. From all of us to all of you, a very Merry Christmas. So, yep, Apple Podcast still reigns the roost in terms of uh, what people use. Because, obviously, once that got fixed, that made a big help for uh, uh, Timberwolves Explosion. Once I had the correct feed up and of course it was going to anchor and not to hipcast so again still i have no idea what's going on with megaphone everything is still about 10 percent of what it normally was maybe it's some kind of ratio i don't know because yeah everything for every single show i do on both anchor now and on megaphone is about 10 percent the numbers i was getting on hipcast so just uh, it's weird i don't know i don't know i wish there was an, an answer because i have made all the adjustments i can I still don't know what's happening. The number two uh, app so far is iHeartRadio. Cool. iHeartRadio is getting 11% now. Apple Podcasts, 37%. Then you go to Apple Core Media, which I'm not really sure what that is. It's related to Apple Podcasts. Overcast is kind of related to that as well. Eventually, Spotify comes up, which, yeah, I don't know. It's been really quiet. Spotify, I don't know. People don't use it as much as you'd think. Google Podcasts, 7%. That's cool. Now the other demographics. Number one, United States. Number two, Australia. Australia, yep. New Zealand is fifth. South Korea and Portugal have passed barely. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yep, it must be just uh, Tanae and Levi, which, again, love you guys to death. Um, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know why I dropped off so much. Hopefully I didn't annoy anybody. Uh, regions like states. Minnesota's number one. Illinois is number two. Victoria, Australia, number three. New Jersey, number four. Florida, number five. New York, as in yeah, New York City, number six. Cool. Western Australia. There's Perth. There's Mississippi. There's Texas. Portugal. So pretty cool. Thank you guys so much. And then cities. I just like to look at this stuff. I don't know. I'm a goofball. Minneapolis, number one. St. Paul, number two. Marshall, Minnesota, number three. Melbourne, Victoria, number four. Wayne, New Jersey. Perth, Western Australia. Cool. Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Yep, so Illinois is floating around there. Louis, Louisville, not Louisville, Kentucky, but Louisville, Louisville, Texas. The Bronx, New York. There's, uh, yep, there's our good friend uh, Benzo. Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Cool. Maybe Al Jefferson's listening, right? Mississippi. Hello to you in Mississippi, and God bless you. God bless all of you, all of you that listen, and tell your friends about the show, pass it around. Timberwolves Explosion is... It's not doing so hot sometimes. Sometimes it picks up and it does really good. And then it goes through these weird dry stretches. Lately, I'd say it's been in a dry stretch. Either that or my uh, megaphone is completely dumb. But it's definitely third place out of my three sports shows right now, which is disappointing. Timberwolves has been number one before. It's been number two before. It was number two forever behind Purple Mafia. But Brave the Wild's definitely popped up. It's number one lately most of the time. Though, I don't know, that's kind of neck and neck with purple. You guys don't need to necessarily know too much of that. I'm babbling about myself too much, and I apologize. It's about you. It really is. And those of you that 
share this show, you retweet it, uh, share it on Facebook, retweet it on uh, Twitter. I mean, you, you guys are the lifeblood of the show. You, you really are. You know, the Vince Germano, Tanae Brown, Levi Brown, Benzo, the Basketball Podcast Network. Shoot, you know, I really appreciate you guys so much. I wish we could figure out what's going on. <laughs> still, I don't know. The, the transfer of podcasts from one place to another, I, I just, I don't know. It's not hard. I mean, all of you still are listening, so why is the damn thing not capturing the numbers? I don't know. Because I noticed a major discrepancy on Apple Podcasts because I went directly to Apple Podcasts. It's a higher number by itself versus like the total number on here. So that's true proof that this is not capturing everything. I do not have an answer to that. So I don't know. I just, again, I don't know if there's, <laughs> it's like some kind of scam, like, ah, you're not, you're not doing that great, so no ads for you, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just joking. Um, but no, those of you that listen, and I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. You know, maybe you're Jewish, maybe you're Muslim. Uh, God bless you. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. But uh, Merry Christmas. I know a uh, a lot of us uh, do celebrate Christmas and appreciate it very much and love having the tree up and all that. And Some of you have snow, some of you don't. Obviously, Midwest here, we have snow. Most of the Midwest is freezing cold right now with a lot of snow. Again, Midwest in the United States anyway. Australia, it's, it's in summer now. This is like the equivalent of June. So like NBA draft time for us when it's really warm. So it's interesting how that all works. It's kind of cool. Australia, like Korea, maybe some of you are listening from there. Portugal's northern hemisphere is probably cooler there right now too, but not this cold. Um, Again, just Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you. And we will talk to you next week. But uh, first, again, I encourage you to, uh, if you can put a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, uh, Spotify, just star ratings at least. Um, other thing is call into the show again, you know, like a Tene, a Vince, uh, Wayne Hunt, and posting on Facebook page. I, I, I miss hearing from Wayne and Stu and Vince on there as they'd often uh, post comments. So, miss hearing from you guys. I miss hearing from uh, uh, Random Hoops Reese Pedretti. Uh, he posts some awesome retro like videos, like Tom Googliata. Oh my God, I just, I just love that guy, you know? What an underappreciated player he truly was. He's so good. Um, but no, yeah, call into the show if you can. All you got to do is uh, pick up your smart device, whether it's Samsung or Apple. They all have free voice recording apps. Just open that thing up, press record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, save it, and share it to Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Paladino Live at yahoo.com. I will then convert it into a uh, MP3 file. Thanks to Zumzar with a Z. And again, I'm more than happy to give them a free plug because it's a free service being it's a small enough file. So why would I not want to promote them after what they've helped with this show for years and years and years without even knowing it? <laughs> God bless you, Zamzar, and God bless everyone. Merry Christmas. And we'll talk about New Year's next week, I suppose. <laughs> Until then, go Timberwolves. Keep it up. Keep it up.